0: Welcome everyone to the Pantheon, I'm your host, Ray, and today we're looking at Happy Death Day, a movie from director Christopher Landon. The film is about a character named Tree Gelman. She's part of the Mean Girls clique, and she's stuck in a time loop. I think this film, it was billed as a horror film, but straight up, this film is a comedy. The first kill, the first time she's killed, it is a straight up horror film. And I was very nervous, uncomfortable watching this film. Mention she gets killed, I think, 11 times in this film. So she doesn't go through the extremes of what Bill Murray does in Groundhog's Day. But she's able to try and figure out who's trying to kill her. That's the point of this movie. So she tries to figure out who is Babyface. And every time she gets a little bit closer to figuring out who it is. The movie is really fun. I had no idea how much fun it's going to be creatively the The kills are sort of creative. Uh, you're you're always guessing on who done it, who's behind it. And like there's a consequence for each death as she goes on. And it makes the stakes, even though it's not as robust as you may think it is, there is some sort of tragic uh, physical trauma that happens to her as she gets killed over and over and over again. And it kind of carries over. So not only does she retain the memories of the previous uh, deaths, but uh, some of those scars or internal scars kind of lay over with her, too. So let's get into the email bag. Buford, mailbag song, hit it. Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Uh, happy Death Days. This, this is from Isla S. We got this from IMDb. And Isla S writes, Uh, This reminds me uh, quite early on of the Final Destination films. It's a fairly typical teen slasher horror film, a mix of the Groundhog's Day, which is one of my favorite films. It's fairly predictable, although it did still make me jump a little at points. It's not especially memorable or anything. It's just okay. So I would recommend it as such. No, oh, and also it does become somewhat surprisingly cheesy at the end. I'm going to say, yeah, there's a kind of they make references to previous like um, time looping films, and uh, it's sort of like on the nose, but it does. It's done in a way that's sort of clever that you kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. So there is there is a method to the madness in that sense. Uh, And that's when I got from Felix Vasquez Jr. Felix is actually a critic and Felix I guess uh, This is a kind of a highlighted reference uh, email. If you can meet it halfway, happy death day works well as an entertainment genre twist on a classic comedy. So uh, I think that's all. That's all we have. That's basically. Oh no, no, I got one more. Sorry. This is from Lionel Winslow from Canloops, BC. Lionel is actually a longtime listener and Lionel writes at its best happy death day is big trashy fun best seen with small expectations and at worst it's just trash but still fun <laughs> okay that's kind of like a backhanded response or reply that's okay you know what yeah you're not really solving you know you're not going to get some sort of enlightenment it's not quoting Nietzsche here but the movie it has enough clever twists and turns and enlightenment. you know what what makes this really work and why it's not just a throwaway film is the performance of Jessica Roth, who plays Tree the, the the our heroine or scream queen, if you will, in this film. Jessica uh was is able to capture many facets of this film, uh, both comedy, hitting the right dramatic beats, and also can scream and roll with the rest of it. And we because we have that you know um, Bill Murray wakes up every morning and they go Phil and he has to go hit the alarm clock and me, every morning he walks down the or every day she walks down the campus grounds and see the sees the exact same events happen over and over and over again and it starts to weigh on her and tweak her a little bit and that and because they do that and how she reacts and interacts and changes each time I mean she changes but the situation does not change so seeing her kind of like squirm and um be agitated as you're watching it it's actually quite it's well done And the points where she learns uh lessons, valuable lessons to be learned uh it is really really good and, th- and is a testament to the actress uh just like a Roth playing tree uh the character her side characters the love interest i mean they do all do a great job and they they stick a the landing on this so i think What Christopher Landon wrote down on the paper and how it was executed, I think that is like by far one of the best things you'll see in terms of the genre. Uh, It's not making the genre new, but it's giving you something that's a little bit, slightly different different setting, but it honors everything you've seen before. It doesn't feel exactly new, But it is engaging and it is kind of fun. And I think you'll probably enjoy it too. If you're a fan of Back to the Future, Groundhog's Day, um, 1201, the looping, even on TV series where you have like Stargate or a a Star Trek movie where they loop uh, in in an episode, uh, you're going to get a bit of that kind of fun thing happening here. If you like time loops like Live, Die, Repeat, it's the idea where you learn from your mistakes and move forward. So there is a positive theme to it. And it is kind of fun. And I think uh, you'll pretty much like it too. So with that, I'm Raym. We'll see you next time. Take care. Assuming that I believe any of this is even possible. Sprinklers? Car alarm? The way I see it, you have unlimited amount of lives. Unlimited opportunities to solve your own murder. So I'm supposed to keep dying until I figure out who my killer is? You want to live to see tomorrow, right? Whoever's killing you knows it's your birthday. Pretty much the entire school knows it's your birthday. These are signs of major trauma. You should be dead. You relive the same day over and over again. You kind of start to see who you really are. I did it! Woo! All units, we've got a one eight seven.